0: I do want to ask our producer, Justin Montemayor, who yesterday we had to move Chris Tucker, and then we were told Chris Tucker would be right here, and obviously we're waiting for the phone to ring. There's nothing we can do about that, but uh, you had 100% certainty yesterday, and I'm curious where we're at right now. I'm at 125% Whoa. now.
1: <laughs> that'll <laughs> be, in, just, 100%. That'll I be I another drop. To him. <laughs> oh, look, uh, let me, i got to answer the phone. Guys. Okay, yeah, oh. you, you
0: answer the phone. But to lay out the show today, we are going to talk plenty of game four and what happened last night in Arizona at 1.30. Uh, we're going to have some midweek fun at 2.10. And we're, look, we're just going to talk Rangers most of the day. Especially with this special guest we're about to have on. Yes. And we are about to have a very special guest on our phone line. You'll be talking
1: to Sean and David. Thank you.
0: And that's you're welcome. Justin putting our guest on hold. And right now, (laughs) right now on the diamond factory ticket hotline, we are thrilled to bring on the show. It is the great Chris Tucker who has the Whoa. legend tour. And in fact, he'll be in town tonight at the Toyota Music Factory in Irving. The show starts at 8pm. He's also one of the stars of air, courting a legend and fantastic movie that came out earlier this year. Chris, thank you for your time today. How are you doing?
2: Thank you. Thank you guys.
0: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How you guys doing? Dude, we're doing awesome. And I, I do want to say before we get into, uh, stand up and, and your career, we're, we're very, excited about the Rangers potentially winning their first championship. You are a Braves fan. We were talking off the air yesterday. Could you name a current Texas Ranger? And if you can, it's no big deal. I was just curious.
2: You know what? I can't, but I'm connected with you guys. So every time I see that big T, you know, I think about Tucker. So it stands for my last name, the first letter of my last name. So I want you guys to win this world series well we we <laughs> want, want that tonight. too yeah
0: your braves got one what <laughs> two years ago and we're looking for our first tonight so hopefully yeah. uh hopefully the fans at your show tonight will be celebrating along with the entire metroplex and just make it a whole night and uh this is your first stand-up tour since 2011 what made you want to jump back into this
2: man you know it's just the perfect time it's just the time it was just perfect uh was, you know i did the air movie this year like you said and that that came out and uh did great and uh we definitely we wanted to go on tour you know after that and just uh you know get back to my uh roots you know stand-up comedy and i got just so much to say man so it's just a perfect perfect time
1: with the way the world is now here in 2023 do you, do you find it more difficult to do stand-up comedy
2: no, no. I, I think it, it's the best time, you know, when because the world has changed so much and so much is going on. It's the best time that people want to laugh, people want to escape. So it's the best time, and that's what art is all about, man. You know, escapism, and then also have you know some truth in it too. But you know, to get people to uh, just get away from their day to day lives and stuff, and, and talk about everything and stuff that, that they can relate to, also.
0: We're Visiting with comedy and acting legend Chris Tucker here on the Sweet Spot. I want to take you back to your Def Jam days when you were coming up in the early '90s. What was that whole experience like? You know, people discover you on HBO across the country. Just take me back to that '92, uh, somewhere in there. As far as like what what that experience was like for you, just bursting on the scene.
2: Man, it was so it was so great to have that opportunity. You know, now you got uh, a comedians coming off. You know, getting famous off. Instagram and TikTok. But back then, it was Deaf Comedy Jam for a lot of African-American comedians. And, man, that was your shot. And it was so many comedians, so you had to make sure you stand out. You know, I was lucky enough, blessed enough to stand out and uh, and, get, and get on the road and start making a living, uh, you know, doing my stand-up comedy. And then that took me to the movies. The producers looking at me to get in, you know, little movie roles like uh, House Party 3 and then eventually Fridays, uh, co-starred Friday. So, it's such a blessing, you know, man. So it was a, it was a great time, wild time.
0: How many of your contemporaries from back then do you still write with? Do you still talk to? Maybe you did some projects with throughout the years? Do you still have any connections from those days?
2: Oh, a lot of them, man. A lot of the comics, you know, a lot of the producers and um, you know, Stan Lathan. he did a lot of uh, he does a lot of Dave Chappelle specials and he he was the what the director on all the special all the shows in Def Jam uh all the guys you know we we all keep in touch you know so it's a great thing you
1: mentioned the the newer generation and maybe breaking into the comedy game is different than it was when you were coming up when you would have to do comedy clubs and really grind and now anybody can get on tiktok or instagram and if you have a following you can break through a little maybe it's easier maybe the zone is flooded more now what's your what are your thoughts on the way it is now
2: you know, it, it may be a little easier because it's a, it's a, you know, you you got it right in your hand, the device, the phone, but you still got to work hard at your craft to take it to the next level. You know, from uh, you know, doing skits to just doing stand-up is a whole nother thing. It's another art form, and from doing stand-up, doing movies, that's a whole nother uh, uh, art form. So whatever you want to do, you just got to keep. uh Oh. Yeah.
0: Chris, I think your phone <laughs> broke up just a second, but I think we're connected now. I do, I do oh, want to know. Sorry
2: about that. Oh no, man. You're
0: all good. All no, good. it was just momentary. I do, I do have a question oh. about the writing process. So you go on to stand up comedy. You are in massive movies and then you're back doing stand up now. Does that writing process ever go away? Do you ever just like push that to the side or are you always trying to come up with ideas for, for material?
2: You know what that muscle that comedy muscle in in your brain never goes away you're always thinking about jokes cuz it's just you've been doing it so long but you know you got to once you get back at it you know you 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 kind of hone in on it and things that surround you that that you know could be uh something to talk about or could be uh, you know a funny uh, story or joke you know, uh, something you definitely um, you you, you got to find it again. Sometimes it goes away a little bit, but it's like riding a bike. Once you get back on it, you know, you kind of you kind of got it if, if that's what you do. You know,
1: when you were young and getting into stand up and, and, and comedy, what was the? What was the goal? I I know it's to be successful, but was it to be a successful stand-up comedian? Did you want to eventually break into movies and you know get to where you were and where you are now? Or what was the what was the goal for young Chris Tucker?
2: Well, it was it was step by step. You know, I I grew up watching Richard Pryor from Stir Crazy on on to you know Live on uh, Long Beach Live in the Sunset Strip, Rich Eddie Murphy, Raw Delirious. So, I saw them, and I knew it was just a natural transition to do stand-up comedy and then go into acting, so I definitely wanted to do that and uh, that's about as far as I dreamed you know, but you know now the possibility is endless, you know producing, directing, writing uh, and all those things are, are, are you know possibility but i just I just know what I saw and from those two uh giants comedians um you know I, I knew that comedy could take you to acting, and it can go from you know anywhere from there.
0: Visiting with the great Chris Tucker here on the ticket, so obviously the Rush Hour movies were a smashing success, as were the Friday movies. People our age, I don't know how many times I've seen those Mm -hmm. films. I am curious, though, as you evolve in your acting career, the success of those movies, does that take away other roles and other opportunities because somebody might typecast you?
2: Well, uh, it, it could, but I, I don't, with me, I was blessed that I did Fridays and then I did a movie called Dead Presidents in 95 at the same time, my first breakout movie. So people saw my dramatic, uh, acting and they saw my comedy acting. And then I did Fifth Element and Money Talk. So they, they, they know I can go all the way with a character. And, uh, then of course later on we did Silver Linings and This Year Air. So, you know, it's just it's the individual. If you could if you could be versatile and if uh, my comedy comes from a real place. So it's not hard for me to uh, do a, a dramatic role or, or a real, you know, or, or a serious role. So it was never hard for me to do it. You know,
0: so Halloween was yesterday. How wild is it for you to see people dressing up like your character <laughs> from Fifth Element just about every year?
2: it's unbelievable i never thought that people would be doing uh doing that you know anything that i've done and uh uh it's, it's so cool uh, uh for people that think those characters become uh kind of a uh, cult classics and iconic in in a lot of ways so i, I think it's, it's so it's great it's great this is
1: chris tucker joining us you played howard white in air last year and you actually knew howard before filming the the movie
2: Yes, I know Howard, it was, you know, I always said it was a blessing God-given role because uh Ben Affleck, uh you know, we reached out for, you know, see what was out there, and Ben Affleck was look, looking for somebody to play Howard White because he went down to talk with Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan said, if you're going to do a movie about Nike, you got to have Howard White in there because that was his point guy to nike and um then uh ben uh always wanted to work with me he always told me that well, we bump into each other award seasons when i did several lines playbook and i think he was up for argo that year and um he told he called me told me i could do whatever i want to do and um you know it wasn't really a role there i was kind of like it was just a mention of um, howard white's name and uh, i wrote all all the six scenes that i was in and with you know, Ben allowed me to do whatever to make wow. to make it work. And I, uh, but I was blessed to know Howard and be able to pick his brain and to make that role, uh, make the movie uh, work better. So it was great.
0: Chris, I'm not blowing smoke at all. Air was one of my favorite movies I've gone to see this year. And oh, wow. what Thank was, you. what was it like to be part of this ensemble cast? Now you've been in major blockbuster films in your career, but you're talking about Oscar winners. I mean, Viola Davis. We're talking about, you yeah. know, Ben Affleck and, how is how was that for you? I know you've been very successful, but do you sort of is it surreal for you at all on a cast like that?
2: It was you know it was great. I'm just glad I came with my A game because everybody else came with their A game too, and that's when you're just like happy because it just comes together. Uh, you know Viola's gonna come and Ben and Madden and everybody's you know, but I didn't know everybody else who was gonna be in the movie, but everybody just came with their A game from Marlon Wayans, Jason uh, 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 Jason Bateman, and Chris Messina. Mm-hmm. Everybody just came with their A game, and then it just it that's when the magic happens in movies when you can get uh, a great cast, great actors. And Ben is an actor, so I call him a, a player coach because he knows who to go pick, who's, who would deliver, who's proven that they can deliver in a movie. And everybody delivered, and uh, it came out uh, pretty good.
0: I know actors sometimes say they don't care about award season, but this to me feels like an Oscar type film. Do you want this film to be nominated?
2: Oh, yeah. I hope somebody wins something. And, uh, you know, because if one person wins, we all win because we did something that uh, people uh, enjoyed. So I I hope it's uh, definitely a part of the race. That would be cool. This
1: is Chris Tucker. What quote of yours do people go up to you and quote the most?
2: Well, a lot of people like just yell out, uh, you know, my name, you know, Smokey for Fridays. And, uh, Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth from rush hour? Those, those two I hear a lot.
0: <laughs> well, Chris, I'm excited that you joined our show. I can't thank you enough. It's been a real honor. We've been a fan of yours for decades now. And just kill it tonight at the Toyota Music Factory in Irving. Looking forward. Thank
2: you, to- man. I appreciate it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Do you have a
0: World Series prediction yeah, for us? Yeah, we, we, we need some good vibes tonight.
2: Oh, uh, it's going to be 5-2 to tonight, Texas. Texas. Let's go. There we go. All right, Chris, right. Five to
0: two. thanks for your time so <laughs> Thank much. Thank you. Legend. Appreciate there he is. God bless. Thank you. Chris Tucker Good on dude. our airwaves. Wow. That is, that's awesome. That's a dream come true right there.